from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Prompt Us is a production of iHeartRadio. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Prompt Us podcast. We're so excited for today just to grow and to learn together. And I am Gabriel, and I am here with Chad and Zach. And Chad's going to kick it off. Uh, kick it off today with the first prompt for us. Yeah, I can't wait. First off, I don't know what to do whenever you name me as Chad. Should I should I give a peace sign? What do I do? I want to make sure That's I feel I comfortable. That's what I was going to say. Right? Because I looked at Zach and <laughs> I we don't both... I know what to do either. It's almost like... I mean, most of the people are just listening, so... Oh, how do, how do I acknowledge listeners? I say hi. You just like a smile mm. that's kind of like ASMR, like mm-hmm. this. <laughs> <laughs> present. Chad's present. Anyways, oh, yeah, anyways, yeah. guys. So our topic is is a deep one today. So I want to encourage you to go ahead and buckle it in. Buckle it in. Go ahead and buckle up and get ready for this one. <laughs> the, to- <laughs> the topic is how to get through your darkest moments. And I think it would be great to go ahead and push this over to Zach because Zach is one of the happiest people I know. My wife has often referred to him as a golden retriever incarnate person. And so Zach, that is great. I would love to, I would just want to kick it off to you right now. How do you get through your darkest moments? Bro, I just don't have them. <laughs> Must be nice. Just, oh, this is, I'm just going to tap out for this one. No, no. Oh, wow. Dude, that's a good question. 
And I'm actually so glad we're talking about that because I'm just missing you guys a lot. So this is that's a dark oh, moment. Shoot. Oh, I can man. already feel I'm going to get emotional on this episode. Oh, don't cry, guys. I'm not crying. Chad's crying. Not even I five minutes cry. in, boys. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh man. Do, do, should I give a serious? I feel like I should give like a serious answer, right? or a little bit, just like ease us into it a little. Yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Honestly, just like stopping. I don't, I don't know if that's a, a, an easy thing to talk about first, but just stopping and stepping back from the situation that I am that I'm in. Sorry, is just like such a good way to start because I'm not good at that. I'm not good at like seeing it as a whole. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does that make sense, dude? That makes so much sense because literally one of the things that I thought about when we were approaching this, I was like, okay, what's like one practical tip that I could give? to someone on like how to deal with, and but this one, this is more specifically for myself, like in the moment of like when anxiety, when you start like to feel anxiety. Darkness is happening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was having a good day and this moment is really starting to go south. I'm really starting to feel sad. I'm really starting to feel anxiety come on. Is what you just said is literally just like stopping. You just stop and and recognize like, recognize but also like for me i just start praying i'm like god these thoughts aren't from you this is not which leads me to a whole like rabbit hole of like how i got to that i guess mentality of mm -hmm. of these thoughts aren't from you but which i could jump into now By the way, if we want to do it's it. a long podcast so let's go i already told the people to, to buckle up all right oh man i'm looking at my notes here <laughs> just let me let me rewind a little bit and, and stop. So like prayer was one of those things, but also as far as like stopping and doing something that directly combats the way I'm feeling in that moment. So stopping and praying or like stopping what I'm doing work-wise or something like that, um, playing sports or going on a walk with Jess, stuff like that that's very like stop, let me reset and and like just pause this moment so it doesn't get any worse mm -hmm. and do something that's actively combating those feelings. Cause it does that. I mean, I think that's the, it's, I think that's darkness is like natural thing is it just kind of consumes, right? Yeah, yeah. It spreads. It's almost like a movie. And I feel like it's so easy to snowball in darkness. Like I know I've struggled with that, especially whenever I, I, I used to struggle with anger a bit. And I noticed that what would happen was, is I would curse and I would say something. It was almost just more of like a, you know, I guess a cheesy curse word, not like the real mm -hmm. heavy ones that kind of hurt your ear, hurt your ears when you hear. And then I would take it a step further and I would say something else. And then I would say something verbally abusive over myself. And I would keep going down the snowball to where now it's like, I mean, if you saw the anger and the, and the depression that was exuding off of me, you'd be like, man, this guy is really unhealthy. And so it almost sounds like you're just cutting it off right at like at its, at its neck. Cause for mm -hmm. me, something that really helped me whenever I was struggling with anger was that I stopped cursing mm. and because like, wow. Oh, shoes. How do you, how do you stay angry after <laughs> saying that? Right. I'm being dead serious right now. Like, uh, like how, how do you, how do you get more oh, angry? Schniz. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was a small little thing of where I stopped. I was able to stop myself from, from just going down the slippery slope of, of darkness. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And oh my God. one thing for me that really helped me was, and this is a very like, I guess, spiritual answer. What I was battling with was so like just this mental, it was just this weird mental place that I was in um, when, when I have most recently struggled with depression. And I was, that, that was coupled with 
struggling with just my relationship with God. And I was like, God, I don't feel like you're around. I don't, I don't, Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't know you like what's going on. And I was kind of like angry at him for me feeling this way and feeling distant from him and like battling with these, with these kind of like thoughts. And I basically what I knew that I needed to do, I didn't feel like doing. So I think that's another practical tip Mm -hmm. is like, even though you don't feel like doing something like emotionally, you don't feel a certain way in those moments, forcing yourself to know or to do the Mm -hmm. things that you know will make you better or get you better. Mm -hmm. And one of the, I I like didn't want to spend time with God. I was like, I really don't want to like pray right now. I really don't want to read right now, stuff like that. And I, I just knew that I needed to understand who God was more. So I started reading, um, uh, the book was called the reasons for God Mm -hmm. or the reason for reason of God or the reason for God. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Keller. Um, so I started reading that and at the same time, not really unintentionally, but kind of unintentionally, I started reading screw tape letters Mm -hmm. at night by CS Lewis and those two coupled together completely changed because understanding, I really need to understand God more and like, who is my God? Who am I worshiping? Who is this person that, you know, Mm -hmm. created me and and all, all those things. But then at the same time, I needed to understand the result. I was understanding the reality of God, but at the same time, I needed to understand the reality of Satan. Mm. Hmm. And that coupled together really kind of just shifted my, my mental state so dramatically because once I understood the reality of Satan and what he was trying to do to me, mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't a problem with me. Yeah. It wasn't a problem with my brain. It was a problem, or it was the enemy attack, the enemy's attacks on me and putting these thoughts in my head that weren't that weren't true, and I was believing these lies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's a that's definitely a more spiritual answer to it. But that really, really helped me through that season because I I just had this kind of like foggy view of the Mm -hmm. whole thing and i really needed to understand like this is who i'm worshiping and then this is the enemy and this is what the enemy is trying to do if you like understand what the attacks are going to look like you can better defend yourself yeah absolutely and if you don't mind i might break that down from more Mm -hmm. of a practical perspective too. yeah, 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 yeah because i totally agree i think that's like for me that's like the number one tip for me Mm -hmm. is that there's um so my favorite band is 21 Pilots. If you know anything about me, mm-hmm. I'm a stan. I didn't even know what a stan was till someone called yeah. me one, and I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary, <laughs> right? But anyways, so I love them. And, and, the dad of the group. Right, seriously. So, um, so they wrote this album called Blurry Face, and basically Blurry Face is the name of Tyler Joseph, the, the lead singer of Torn Pilots, it's the name of his insecurities. And so mm. he basically would battle in his mind so often. He would battle with um, just negative thoughts or, or depression or, or suicidal thoughts, whatever it may be. I don't, I, you know, I don't know him personally. And so he was like, okay, well, if, if my mind is going to be throwing around these types of feelings that often, I'm going to give... I'm going to give these insecurities a name and a seat at the table. That way I know who's Mm -hmm. talking. For example, if I were to close my eyes and Gabe were to say something or Zach were to say something, I would know who it is by your Mm -hmm. voice. I know your voice. And Mm -hmm. that was a good way for me to sit down and think, okay, I'm saying this, I'm saying this, I'm saying this to myself, but who is saying that to me, right? And so basically what Tyler Joseph would do is like, okay, 
blurry face is responsible for speaking insecurities into my life. And now I know what he sounds like and I know how to battle him. I, I, I know how to respond to him. And so that was something I personally did. And I, I'm with you on all this, on the spiritual side of it too, mm-hmm. but just the way it breaks down practically for me yeah, yeah, for sure. was I have to learn the voice mm-hmm. because if, mm-hmm. if you don't know the voice, you don't, you don't know where the attacks are coming from, then yeah. you can't stop them. It's like, it's like being blindfolded and being told to block a hit. You can't do it. Mm. You can't do it at all. And so for me, I had to really focus in on who my enemy is. And it was the thoughts that were coming into my head and forcing me to go down a path I didn't want to go down. And so that's like a practical thing for me that really helped was to give it a name and give it a face, sit at the table and talk to it. Like, who are you working for, right? Mm -hmm. Why are you here? Because it says in scripture, for God does not work in the spirit of fear, but in the spirit of power and of love and of sound mind, Mm. okay? And so anytime you're feeling fearful about something, that's not the spirit of God working. Yeah, that's, wow. the, that's the enemy working. Yeah, I love that. Hey, y'all, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yeah, I love that. And when you do that, and when you take the time to do those things that both of you guys are talking about and acknowledge them like that, what you're doing is you're taking the fear away from dark itself, right? Because instead of just be, instead of focusing on the dark, you go, hey, what's the sub elements of that that's actually stressing me out? Mm. And when you do that, that's when it becomes practical, you know? And I love what you were saying, Gabe, about, you know, if, if you go, I'm going to do the opposite of that then I just focus on just exercising. I'm not focusing on my depression as a whole entity that's bringing me down. I'm focusing on just one part that I can do to, to change that, right? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that we could go into habits and all that kind of stuff, which yeah, can yeah, really yeah. help you combat that. But I, I also love um, the idea that you're talking about, Chad, where you talk about if you're naming it, what you can then do is go to someone that really loves you, someone that cares about you and say, this is this thing right in front of me and it's super clear what it's doing to me and they can guide you and help you through that. And I think that's a really big thing for me was that now, I had depression as well, Gabe, like uh, when I was maybe 19 or so and it was really rough and I just did not want to see someone about it. Um, I really didn't want to to burden someone else with my journey because I thought, hey, it's I need to fix this. This is my thing. Mm. But when I allowed someone else to speak positivity into what was going on in my world, that's when I fully was able to see beyond my own sadness, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. And I think the thing that's crazy is the enemy will try to do that to you. He'll try to isolate you. Mm. I think that's the goal is because there's strength in numbers, you yeah, know? Yeah. And any one of you would lift me up out of a time where I'm spiraling and negative self-talk, right? Dude, ex- that's the same exact thing for me. Like, I know that if I spend too much time just by myself, even with Jess, because Jess doesn't fill the, she fills the role of being my wife, but she doesn't fill the role of being my entire community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, wow. I when I recognize that, like, oh my gosh, I need to see people, whether it's FaceTiming you guys or seeing some friends in person or whatever it is, that is a huge, like, very practical thing that is is a huge benefit to winning those battles and, and dealing with those, like, very specific, yeah. uh, like, moments. And I think this, this is going to take kind of a little shift in the conversation where I want to talk about a positive to having dark moments because... Mm. Whenever I went through my dark time, whenever I was in New York, and I've had a handful of these, but I mean, and just speaking candidly, I think both of you know about this, but I was someone who did have suicidal thoughts. And for me personally, I mean, it's hard to admit it, but it's a reality. And it's something that I know I'm not the only one who's ever had feelings like that. And so for me to be open about it, it's hard to be vulnerable because it, you know, it is what it is, but it also is what it is. And this is a chance Mm -hmm. to 
to really help someone else feel seen and heard on this topic. And so whenever I was in New York, I was just in this place where I was at the end of my rope. And I remember journaling. This is when you were living in New York, Yeah, right? I, Yeah, I was living yeah. in New York. Okay. And I was trying anything and everything to to feel something. And I was sick of having no direction, of sick of things not working out for me, sick of just so many things. And I also struggled with being like a little bit of a perfectionist where I feel like in growing up, I, I, I always did the right thing. Even though I wasn't a Christian, I didn't curse. I didn't sleep around. I didn't drink. I didn't do all this stuff. I was like a good kid, you know, like got good grades, did well in sports and all that stuff. But, and then whenever people in your community tell you like, Hey, wow, you're such a good kid. For me, I carried that to where I almost had to stay that person. And I wouldn't allow myself to, I don't want to say explore, because that's such a fancy word nowadays for people who just want to do weird stuff, right? But for me, I that 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 badge of honor quickly became like 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 a like a like like a hood that just kept me, it kept me suffocating underneath the weight of trying to be this perfect human being. Mm. And it took such a toll that as my life started to unravel and my image of myself was tarnished. I just got so low, but what's cool is, is when I got to the end of my rope and I had my strength stripped away, I had my hope stripped away, I had my pride stripped away, I had everything stripped away from me, I got to sit there and feel the unconditional love of God. And that, I remember crying on my pillow in New York in the small apartment on 92nd Street and just sitting there and just saying, God, I, I wish that your this pillow was your chest. I'm just, I'm so defeated, I'm so lost, and I'm so sad, and I just, I just wish that you would come for me right now. And I did, I woke up the next day and, and that continued for several months. And mm. I just remember, um, are you going to make me cry? Yeah. It, I just, <laughs> it, it was also some of this, it was also some of the sweetest moments of my life too, because when, whenever someone loves you for someone you think you are, that's one thing. But whenever someone loves you for who you really are, all the crap, mm. all the bad stuff, that's just special because it's no longer like a, a f I don't want to say a fake love, but it's no longer me pretending to be someone to get affirmation or acceptance from people. It just is. It's a God saying, I, I love you even with these thoughts. I love you even with these imperfections. Mm -hmm. And and that's kind of a little positive side of it where I don't want to say I'm thankful I went through it, but I am thankful I went through it. Dude, I'm thankful I, I went through it. Like, especially as as a creative too, like you tend to make really th deep thought provoking. Some of your best art comes from really crappy seasons, which, which sucks, but what you learn and what you're able to do on the other side of it and, and the way you're able to encourage people and other people benefiting from your difficult season. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's so weird, but it is, a blessing that comes out of those types of those types of things. Yeah, I, I think one of the biggest things I had to learn in that season to help it, I don't want to say I went through that hardship so it would become a positive, but God does work all things for good, you know? Yeah. And so for me, I had to I had to unpack all the ways I was self-medicating. And so I didn't realize how many things were in my life were there to make me feel something, to make me feel a certain way. And I think I said this in another podcast, but like if something's in your life that, that that's, that's supposed to, uh, how do I say this? An idol is, an, is a good thing that becomes an ultimate thing. And there were things in my life where whether it was a good or bad thing, 
I was allowing this thing to be something to me that it shouldn't be right. Like money should not be your salvation. Money will fail you. Yeah. Right. And then like also relationships, relationships will fail you. And that I'm not saying that to be negative. That's just a reality. And so whenever I got to let go of all my false prophets of all my, of all my idols, of all the things I thought were supposed to be the things that medicated me, that make me feel better. I was stripped away and I felt better. I was like, wow, this is it, you know, and mm -hmm. I, there's this funny story in that book you and I were talking about, um, where if someone is drowning, you know, if, if someone is drowning and you want to save them, it's hard to save someone who's frightened for their life and they're drowning because they're thrashing everywhere and yeah. you can't get a hold of them to pull them on shore. Right. And so what happens is, is typically someone who's That's saving, from sit, walk, stand, sit, walk, stand. Yeah, yeah. And what happens is, is if you're trying to save someone in that situation, you either a need to knock them out in order that they're not thrashing and dragging on the shore or wait till they tire themselves out. And I feel like through all my self medication, that was me just tiring myself out of all exhausting all my efforts to try to feel okay with myself. And I ran out of resources and then I hit rock bottom and I saw the rock I stood upon, which is Jesus Christ. And that was, that's what did it for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and it's that shift of perspective, isn't it? You know, where that's so hard to do while you're flailing about because I'm feeling this and the enemy's doing this and someone said this to me. And when all that's going on, how are you meant to step back and to bring it back to the start, you know? And uh, there's a, the quote, the, not the quote, sorry. The verse I was looking for was John 1, 5, which I feel like so many people heard, but um, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Yeah. And I love that because that's a perspective shift. Because if you really truly believe that the dark rules everything, um, then darkness can overcome light. But we all know that's not true. And I think that perspective shift has really changed the way that I see just day to day. You know, I never let myself get to those dark moments really anymore because I know regardless of the season I'm in, there's still light waiting for me or there's still light there, you know? Mm. Um, and so whether that's my family or whether that's obviously it's God or, um, but I'm trying to also uh, provide myself resources to back up God as well, you know? And, and, and that's that day-to-day -day actively working because you can't just cruise through life and be like, oh, darkness can't touch me. I think it's when you, when you think that is when the darkness comes for you. That's when the enemy's coming for you is when you think that you are in control and you're invincible. And so, it, yeah, I think for myself, um, and I can only really speak for myself, myself I guess, but it's the day-to-day -day stuff that I'm doing to, to prepare myself. That's really that perspective shift for me. Dude, legit. The fact that you're saying that is so key because the first time I had went through depression, my mindset after overcoming it was like, oh my gosh, I'm finally good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good. Mm. And I thought it was like this box checked. I've gone yeah, through it and off. I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know, and I'm, 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 I'm chilling and I didn't think it could come up again. And then it did. And since then I know like, okay, this is something that I'm vulnerable to. And I know will be, will be used by the enemy to bring darkness over my life. And I just came to this point where I had to understand that every day I needed to have that like mental check, mental reset mm -hmm. every day, like knowing like, oh, today could be the day where I fall subject to depression again. What am I going to do to battle it? You know what I mean? And, and just having that constant renewal of the mind. What is that verse? You probably know it, Chad. <laughs> I, I, 
I think I may know it. But it <laughs> I knew it. No, I don't. I think it's in Hebrews, whatever. Yeah, but, but it's like just the constant renewing mm. of your mind. Like that, That mm. like obviously it's like, yeah, that. the constant renewing of your mind. Like verses that you hear in church and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, duh. But like practical, like, oh no. Like if I don't like do this thing and spend time with God and have this mindset shift daily, I can fall subject to this thing. And it's just a continual mindset that you constantly have to remind yourself of and and kind of reset your heart reset your mind refocus just to to be able to battle those things long term yeah i think that's one of the hardest things about going through a spout of depression is that it's so easy to fall back into that it's like it's now that that door is open it's like it's open and for me there have been times whenever i went through what i did in new york where i was so quick to jump back into that seat of thinking those things about myself. And I almost, I almost like hate that part of myself because typically there should be like a, a chain of command where it's just like, okay, uh, something went wrong. Okay. I'm a, I'm a little unhappy. I'm a little frustrated. Okay. I'm, now I'm a little sad. Now I'm a little depressed. Now I'm mm-hmm. experiencing sleeplessness. And now like, no, but now there's been times where I just jumped straight to that really yeah. negative, like, you know, bad mm-hmm. thoughts. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so there's something Zach was saying that just made me think of it made me think of the story of Nehemiah in scripture. And this is actually one of the first sermons I ever heard whenever I became a Christian. And it's always stuck with me. It's so powerful. So basically it's Nehemiah four. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm not going to read. I'm only going to read one verse, but essentially Nehemiah left his place of where he was to go rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And as he was building this, he was getting attacked by enemies. And it says in scripture says in Nehemiah four, 17 and 18, um, well, I'm, I'm going to read a part of 16, 17, 18. The leaders stationed themselves behind the people of Judah who were building the wall. The laborers carried on, um, the laborers carried on their work with one hand supporting their load and one hand holding a weapon. All the builders had a sword belted to their side. Their trumpeteer stayed with me, um, stayed with me to sound the alarm. And what I love about that is that there are laborers, there are normal people like us, or just normal people. Then in one hand they had a sword. In the other hand, they had a hammer mm. and they were building up their faith and defending against the enemy in one hand. Wow, and so the enemy knows our weak points and he knows where we're susceptible. And that's why when it says in Ephesians, we need to put on the full armor of God, because obviously if we don't put on the full armor, he's going to attack the weak part. Don't put on your helmet. He's coming for your head. Don't put on your gauntlets. He's going to come for your wrists or, you know, all these different things He's going to come for your weak points. And so I love the idea of us taking that time to say, okay, this is my weapon against the enemy. And this is my weapon to build my faith. And here's my tools to build my faith. And that's something that's helped me continuously is because you guys know, I mean, this is going to sound funny. I know, I know Gabe kind of mentions it sometimes where I memorize scripture and the people just made fun of the memory a little bit and not in a bad way at all. But the reason I do that is because that's how bad I talk about myself sometimes where I need, I I need my weapons. Mm. And the, the, the scripture I know is because it helps me. It help, it, It's how I survive. And so for me, whenever I was alone in those big cities or when I lived in Europe, I didn't have any friends. All my best friends were people in the Bible because that, that, was, that was how I, how I defended myself against the attacks. And so a lot of the reason why I memorize so much scripture is because it's always a battle for your mind. And your boy's winning now, baby. Wow. Hi, sorry for the interruption, but is now a bad time? Anyways, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Have you guys ever heard that um, that phrase that, oh, that that person's anointed with oil or have you yeah, ever, yeah. that person's anointed. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you know this whole thing? Have I yeah, this I mean, you? it's like very, I, I could be overused in Christianity, yeah. you know, and it's like very Christianese thing. Yeah. Like, 
oh, you're anointing and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I think what it's kind of boiled down to is what that means is whenever someone is anointed is they can't be taken off their path, right? They can't mm-hmm. be yeah, well. um, obstructed off where they're going. And so when you trace that all the way back, it's so interesting to be anointed with oil is a shepherd would anoint his sheep with oil. He would take oil and he would rub it into the forelegs of the sheep. He would rub it all up in there, then across the chest, then around the neck and then over the ears. Because what would happen is, is that there are parasites that would cling to the wool of a sheep and they would burrow into the ears of the sheep and basically make its brain go crazy, basically attacking the sheep from the inside out. But they can't climb through the oil. You can't stop them from getting, you can't obstruct the sheep from going where they're going because you can't, you can't get through the defenses. And that's what it means to be anointed with oil, which is so, wow. it's just so interesting. But when you look at it that way, yeah, yeah, it's like in that one podcast, we talked about being yoked. Have we, have we talked about that? I don't know if we have talked about, you mean like being equally yoked yeah. with, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for me. We're not talking about being swole from being <laughs> yeah. I mean, But that's important too, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so whenever you actually have the picture of it, metaphorically anointing yourself with oil is basically saying, oh, I'm going to protect what I allow inside mm-hmm. to make sure it doesn't yeah. stop me from where I'm going. Yeah. And, and as far as like the equally yoked thing as well, like that is a term that basically when they would plow the fields, farmers and stuff, there would be, um, two like ox or oxen. Yeah. Yeah. Oxen that, that they would it'd be like basically a giant, like wood plank thing mm-hmm. that had two holes in it that would go around the next of the oxen and if one they had to stay in perfect timing with each other as they walked and if one was to walk Mm -hmm. faster or slower than the other it could break the neck of the other one so you need that the metaphor of being equally yoked is being perfectly aligned with a lot of times it's used in marriage like you want Mm -hmm. to be equally yoked with your wife in marriage so you're Mm -hmm. on the same path you're going the same direction you're going at the same pace you're doing it together and you're in agreement on a lot and um you you mentioned it with like being equally yoked with God, essentially. Well, no, I was just saying, if if you if you have the picture painted, because when you read scripture and it just says, "Oh, be equally yoked," you're like, "Okay, like egg yolks," because I only like egg whites. God. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I'm why I wanted a, to clarify what that metaphor was. Yeah, but I, I want to have some clarification on why you yeah, mentioned and, it specifically. And so it's just one of those things that can almost sound like Christianese, yeah, but yeah, when you yeah. look at the purpose of why they said it, that stuff always blows my mind. To where I'm just like, oh my gosh, okay, why does it say anointed with oil? Because now I'm getting annoyed. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, super spiritual. But then I, I heard that and I'm like, oh, dang, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it really comes back to being equipped and being really uh, settled and confident in who you are. And again, who God's created you to be. And your daily routines and your daily habits. Because I think that's when you get into those moments, you are anointed. And, and, and it's not just like this magical thing. You know, I don't think you just get anointed. I mean, we're using that term so loose now, but it's not just like this, this magical thing where it's like, you just, oh, you're protected now. And I think it really is about um, the, the effort and the energy you put in because you know that you deserve better than living in darkness, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. God has said that, you know, we are fallen people, yet God is like, hey, I want you to live in my light, you know? like, And so I think it's really important that that's where, you know, you start making real practical decisions about what you're saying, Chad, what you let into your life. You know, when I was depressed, I was fully like, oh no, this is me being you know, vulnerable as well. Like I would drink all the time because that was just mm. like, I'm with my friends. We're just chilling. Like, and that, what that did to me the next day already ruined me, you know, mm. like there's things that I was doing when I was depressed that I look back and go, no wonder you were depressed. 
no wonder you are under so much conflict and attack because the things that you were letting in, even though maybe you thought that it was chill and you were just hanging with the squad, was actually really detrimental, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's so powerful. So continuous. So you go. Yeah. yeah so I, I was just going to say, I think it's so powerful where you run, you know? And so how did you mm. stop running to those bad things and run to those good things whenever you were going through that? Dude, it had this, it, it hurt, man. It hurt. It's, it's kind of what you guys were talking about, you know, and Chad, you in New York, like it, it only, I only came to those realizations when it really broke me, you know, when I lost friends and when a big one was like Chelsea, like the way that I treated Chelsea before, <laughs> like, it's crazy that she was like, we said yes to marrying me because we were friends, but I would put all of my energy onto her as if she was she was responsible for my whole community. Wow. You know? mm. And it wasn't until I saw what it was doing to someone else. I was like, holy heck, man, like I need to deal with this because not only if, if I don't care about myself, that's one thing. Right. But if I'm doing, if that reflects then on the people around me that I freaking adore and that I love, then that that's what's really going to tick me off. And yeah. that's maybe just part of my personality, but to be, to keep being honest and transparent, like even when I was in LA with you, Gabe, um, when I was staying with you and Jess, like kind of the first few times and you could, I don't know if you remember this, but the amount of times that I would just apologize or the amount of times I'd say something just so silly that could have been taken out of context because I was so worried um, about hurting you guys. It's just crazy. I used to do it all the time. Yeah, I no, to, I remember used to do that. Long card trips. <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah, I don't remember you like saying those things because it, I didn't really think anything of it. But I remember you mm. talking to Jess and I about like the social anxiety that you had, and you always would feel mm. stupid saying stuff or whatever. So how how did you yeah. like on I guess on a timeline? How did you get out of that? When and what did that look like for you? Dude, I, yeah, great question, man. I feel like I really had to double down on a strong community, you know? Um, and, you know, if people throw it around all the time, like find your tribe and whatever. And people always talk about it when you have kids, like find a great tribe for them to grow up in. But mm -hmm. in all honesty, I needed to re reevaluate who my tribe was. And that sucks. Like, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to listen to this and be like, sick, I'll just get rid of all these people. Like, it's so not like that. It's a really hard thing to go through to acknowledge the things that are attacking you in your world right yeah and so i like lost a lot of friends and i had to change a lot of habits but most importantly i really had to double down on talking to god man and mm. just really double down on listening for him and letting him make calls you know letting mm. him make decisions in my life because every time i made a decision for my life i found myself in a really rough spot um and yeah, that doesn't mean I don't have my own goals and ambitions and all that kind of stuff, but I trust that those are from God now mm -hmm. rather than really a Zach-led destiny. You know, I want a God-led destiny now. Yeah, I think you really need to be comfortable with the outcomes that you aren't responsible for. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. when it comes to that, that sort of front thing, there's a few different things that, that I was thinking when you were, like, going through all of that. Like, you needed to reevaluate some of the people you were hanging out with. You know, it's like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's saying like you become the people who you hang around. And if the people who you hang around aren't lifting you up but are tearing you down, that's something that you need to reevaluate. But you need to reevaluate it. At the same time, understand that they are also human beings and you need mm -hmm. to love them. That's right. You need to love them exactly through the right. process of you like understanding what is going to benefit your soul 
and put you on the right track and put you in the right direction. Yeah. But that goes back to what I was saying. You need to be comfortable with the outcomes that you're not responsible for. It's like, you know, I, whether it's breaking up with someone or, or like, you know, dealing with a friend who's toxic for you or whatever it is, having that conversation with them and being real with them, you're not responsible for their reaction. You're responsible for telling them the truth in love, but you're not responsible if they stand up in the middle of the restaurant and cuss you out and storm out. Like hmm. you're not responsible for their actions, but you are responsible to, you know, nourish your soul you and take care of it. Yeah. 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 Right. So that was really cool. You touched on a lot of really cool things there that, that was just like so many, so much gold in that, in that. Yeah. There's something he was saying that really impacted me because I love that he noticed the things he was running to could cause either himself additional pain or Chelsea or, you know, whoever else, his friend group in that time, additional pain, because we do try to self-medicate with so many different things. And we don't realize the negative effects that those things will have because at the present time, like drinking, for example, at the present time, that is a numbing agent. So you feel something that you don't want to feel, you're going to go drink that way you don't feel it anymore, right? So there's a cause and effect and, and boom, that happens. But if you continue that, what happens 30 years later? You're an alcoholic, mm -hmm. okay? And then what happens? Well, what happens is, is now your problem isn't whatever you're struggling with back whenever you're 18 or 19 years old. Right. Now your problem is alcoholism, you know? And it's just so interesting that, yeah so often the solutions to our problems will eventually become bigger problems. Oh, wow. And so that's something that, that's why we can't stress to you enough for those of you who are, for those of you who are listening, that what you run to really matters. Mm -hmm. You have to make smart decisions where you run, reevaluating friendships like what Gabe said, mm -hmm. or I think Zach said that too, actually, but, um, there's I just so bounced off his, yeah. his little there's so many gold nugget there. <laughs> there's so many things that we need to like, I guess, take an inventory of to say, hey, is this healthy for me? Because I know that whenever I'm feeling bad, I tend to run to things I can control, which typically would be a form of sin, whether it's pornography, whether it's just overeating, you know, just mm -hmm. ordering the worst food for you. And for me, that was like, I would do things to make myself feel better. But of course, those things aren't going to be good for me. Mm -hmm. Right. But I go to that because I needed some type of control. I needed some type of win. But of course, you know, a few years later, and now you struggle with binge eating or you struggle with a pornography addiction. And now, now you're wanting to get married and now your, your, your potential partner is like, Hey, what's, what's that? I don't feel comfortable with that. Mm. You know? And yeah. so we really encourage you to take an inventory of the things that you're running to, to make yourself feel okay in the dark times, because dark times are going to come. It says that all over scripture, we all experience mm -hmm. it. Right. But where we run is going to be it's going to be there's there's a huge difference if we run to good things or bad things to help us in those dark times guys thanks so much for listening to the whole episode you are the real ones if you enjoyed it or laughed or cried or just got something out of it we'd love if you left a rating and review if your streaming platform of choice allows it appreciate you guys tons and we'll talk again in the next one from dust is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.